Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. Recently, I asked Mint Mobile's legal team if big wireless companies are allowed to raise prices due to inflation. They said yes. And then when I asked if raising prices technically violates those onerous two-year contracts, they said, what the f*** are you talking about, you insane Hollywood ass. So to recap, we're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows full terms at mintmobile.com. Hey, it's Ryan Reynolds, and I'm here with Keith, co-star of my upcoming film, If, only in theaters May 17th. Do you want to tell people the big news? All right, I'll do it. Sign up now, and you'll get unlimited for $15 a month in six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan on us. Mintmobile.com slash switch. Upfront payment of $45, equivalent to $15 per month. Unlimited over 40 gigabytes per month. Face lower speeds. Videos at 480p. Active Mint customers by 531.24 get six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan. Auto renews after six months. Offer ends May 31st, 2024. Separate Paramount Plus registration required. Terms and conditions apply if rated PG. This intro is a bit of a tongue twister. You want me to do it? Yeah, I do. Okay. Welcome to Talkin' Tofu, a vegan food podcast. I'm Becky Streepy. And I'm David Streepy. And this week on the show, we eat another wedge. We also try favorite day non-dairy peanut butter ice cream bars and the scorpion pepper dock chocolate bar from French Broad Chocolate. Ah, you almost made it. This week on the show, we eat another wedge. We also try favorite day non-dairy peanut butter ice cream bars and the scorpion pepper dark chocolate bar from French Broad Chocolate. Fuck yeah. What a mouthful. Yeah. Thank you for taking that on. I did it. You, I'm proud of you. I'm serious. I looked at it and was like, ooh. And the back half, I didn't even know we were going to do that. Yeah. What is, what is even that? It's this chocolate bar here, which I've- Is it hot? Yeah. Oh. It is quite hot, I hear. Okay. I hear it is quite hot. Sounds like a challenge. I'm excited. Sounds like a ch-ch-ch-challenge. My friend- You want to start with that? My friend Nicole from Purely Planted posted a picture of this chocolate bar on Instagram. She said she likes things spicy and that if you like things spicy, you'll like it. And I was like, I do like things spicy. Yeah. You and like to so, spice things up sometimes. Yeah, I do. Yeah. Coming into 2021. Roaring mid, 20s. Mid slash late 2020. Coming into mid late 2021 with a real spiciness. Go on. I just... No, don't make me. Okay. And so I went to Chocolatel in Crock Street Market, which is where they sell this. Even though it's not their brand of chocolate, it's French Broad, which mm. is made in North Carolina. Chocolatel's chocolate is great too. It is great. I got I you a bunch as for- a sweetie gift one time. Yeah, you did. You want to talk about it? He got me several. We've talked about it on this oh, very okay. podcast. You got them for me for Christmas. Nobody listens to other episodes of this podcast. We have... Each each audience is unique each week. Ooh. Yeah. So I think we have to reference we have to explain every reference to past episodes every time. I see. I see. Don't you think? Sure. I don't think there's a lot of duplication. I think we're like the the cheese popcorn in the popcorn sampler. The best one? No. What's the best one? Caramel. Caramel. The cheese is good. It's the plain, the, the butter that's the, the You bad think the one. butter one is the bad one of the three? Of butter, cheese, and caramel? Yeah. I think that's, I just named them in reverse order of okay. goodness. Okay. I guess it's up for debate. Hey, Toeheads, favorite popcorn in the sampler? No, I. We're assuming, of course, that the cheese is vegan. The cheese is vegan. This is a vegan podcast. Right, right. Don't drag don't- me. Are you getting dragged for stuff like this when it's talking tofu related? No. Because there's no listeners. <laughs> um, I think that, see, the thing, the reason I'm being hesitant is that I don't want to defend the butter because the butter is also bad. And that just led me to believe that the caramel corn isn't great either. It's good in an office environment. If the office gets the sampler and people are... Pre-pandemic, people are just grabbing handfuls of it (laughs) throughout their day. There's a case to be made for the butter, and there's a case to be made for the caramel corn. Neither are great, but that cheese one, I always opted out pretty early on. I mean, I went there. I dipped my ladle. Mm -hmm. My hand is my ladle. Yeah. And, but I bailed pretty early on on the cheese. But I I would hang in there with the butter and hang in there with the caramel. But if I was in a situation where... 
I had a choice or I was paying for it, I would not have either of any of those. (laughs) What would you have? Just beer. No, I'd have good caramel corn. Oh. I'd have good buttered popcorn. Yeah. I would not get cheese popcorn if I was left to my own discretion. I see. I see. Would you? Yeah. I think if it were me making a sampler, I would do cattle corn, that skinny pop white cheddar, mm-hmm. and then Bjorn corn. No no plain. <laughs> why Why would you do plain? Bjorn corn's just your... It's, it's, it's in the conversation now. Spicy Bjorn corn? Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. If you if you don't know what spicy Bjorn corn is, it is the best popcorn of all time, and you should look it up. Yeah, you should listen to the LA episode because that's actually a good one. That's a banger. Well, <laughs> <laughs> yeah. If there, we're, I was we're so submitting that I one to the potties. To the potties. Yeah. The potties. The potties. Oh boy. D. You get a toilet with flush a D. Noise no, and, with the D. Oh. Hey. The potties. Dave. How are you? I'm fine. Hey, I made, um, well, you made. I had an idea and then I made it. I, I couldn't make it. And then you made it. Um, so I went for a big run today and I was feeling pretty worn out and drained from it. And I looked over to my son and I was like, hey, I got a, I got a fun drink idea. You want to partner on this with me? And he was like, yeah, I do. And so we filled up our magic bullet with, uh, ice and I poured some Gatorade in there. We were going to make Gatorade slushies, and then the magic bullet would not break the ice. Yeah, it was weird because that's where Nutri-bullet. I would have also begun. Nutribullet. I don't know. Maybe it was the wrong blade, but I think all our blades are the same. They all looked the same. Yeah, but that could be an us but thing. The ice just kind of moved around, but did not get shaved at all. So I switched it to an upright blender. Here's the thing, though. though. The ice barely moved around, even. Yeah, it kind of rattled. Right. Like, haha. Maybe it was floating in the liquid, but why would the other oh. one work? So, sorry, I interrupted you. Go on to the other one. So I put it in an upright blender and it worked. That's you all. Drop the product name. Oh, they it's a KitchenAid K1000 or K1000. something? The K1000. They earned it. They did. This is not sponsored. No. But Well, they did a, send me the blender. <laughs> for a different thing, though. Yeah. But this is like... A demonstration of, it's hey, K one thousand does what Nutribullet don't. It is high speed blender, right? I think we needed that speed. It's like their their version of the Vitamix. The Nutribullet is also a high speed blender. I don't understand why it, it didn't work, but when it wasn't, I was like, well, let's try a different blender. We yeah. have many, and it worked great. It felt like we were at Sandals, <laughs> and you were just mixing up some frosty drinks for the fam. You would be the bartender at Sandals in this analogy. And when, I'm, I would have I'm on salted the, other side. the rim. I should have salted the rim. That's only for one. Sugar the of... rim. No, you could salt and sugar the rims of all kinds of drinks to make them fancy. Really? Yeah. And it, w- without fail, 100% of the time makes them fancy? Yeah. Fancier? Well, assuming you choose correctly between salt and sugar. I like was for say, that, sugar. I wouldn't do it for a Bloody Mary, though. Salt. Pepper. Pepper rim. You could do. Crushed salt, red pepper rim. Salt and I've seen um like spicy salt with like cayenne in it. Mm. Anyway, we made Gatorade Frosties. He's drinking his right now. I'm drinking mine right now. I got my little metal straw in there. It's not a great idea. The metal Should I take straw. A picture? No. I'm in I'm I'm every time you take my... a picture of me, I'm wearing like a garbage tank top. And I look like Garbage as well. You because look it's great. a Saturday. I do need to go get my phone because, Why? We, because we have a letter and that's where it okay, is. Well, I'm gonna take a sip of my frosty bev. Anyway, I don't like metal straws in frosty drinks because they make the straw too cold. And now the straw is too cold to touch. Becky's left. So this is just me talking out loud how I feel about metal straws. I don't like them, but they do the job. Uh, Becky's coming back. She brought the blender with her. So she decided to get a little bit of stuff done while she was leaving in mid-record. Just grabbed a couple of things. Just grabbing a couple. Just taking care of some house business. Wow. 
It took no extra effort to pick that up on my way by. Literally just swooped it up without even slowing down. Yeah, but then you put it away when you got back in here. Like put it back where it goes and just sit it down to put it back after the record. It's fine. I mean, we're back now. Yeah, we're back. And we're back. How's your slushy? I was here the whole time. I was talking the whole time to the toeheads. How's your slushy? It's fine. It's good. Good. Is it refreshing? You feeling it's refreshing? Up by it? I'm, I'm getting. I'm getting it back. I. It tastes a lot like if you put Gatorade in a glass of ice. Mm-hmm. It tastes like that. It's like watered down Gatorade, but uh, the ice texture is kind of fun. Yeah. Yeah. Cools you down. Good. Yeah. I was getting hot out there. It's hot out there. When I came in, one of the dogs was making a very weird noise. Oh. Old lady Jenna is now doing a little bit of like a, a groaning, grumbling thing when she's like dreaming or when your pet nurse. Oh, yeah, that was it. Yeah. What was I saying? Oh, it was hot at that. When I got back in, um, hey, I'm a sweaty guy. I can sweat. I can put out some water. But uh, when I got back, the shirt that I was wearing was soaked from H to T or top to bottom. I guess it's not a toe of the shirt, but no. top to bottom of the shirt, I pulled it off, even the back. It was like heavy to take off because it was so soaking wet. Wow. Yeah. It's hot, but it is also, it's just so humid. Yeah. God. It's like swimming through soup when you go outside. It's awful. Can I tell you a light vulgar story about my run? Sure. Do you not want me to? I do. Would you like to to give a little context? Because that light vulgar is from a group text. I know. I think it's here. I don't think it needs a, it's lightly vulgar. Lightly, Dave said he won't go full Vogue on the pod, but he'll go light Vogue. So here we go. Buckle up. I mean, I, I am, no, I don't want to ramp like <laughs> chin up excitement for this. Because it's your not story? like. I want to hear it. I don't even want to tell it now. Well, I really want to hear it. It's not even a good story. You've gotten people very worked <laughs> up. You yourself are very worked up for it. If we had listeners, they'd be worked up for it. So on my. um. On runs, on longer runs, I have kind of a, it's not a rule, but maybe it's a guideline that you don't trust a fart after five miles. It's a good rule. Yeah. That's a rule. Yeah. I don't think it's a rule though, because you're going to toot. You got, you got to toot, you know? Proceed with caution though. Right. And especially in like a pandemic, I don't like to drop into anywhere to use the bath. I don't even, I wouldn't like to to do that in public, even outside of a pandemic, you know, but like to even like drop into a place to pee or something like that. I wouldn't want to do that during a pandemic um, because I don't take my mask when I'm running. But so I have that kind of that rule and I like one mile in. I had a I had a toot, and I had a, what <laughs> your face? I'm so worried. Yeah, no. You continued for eight more miles though, so yeah, that's not it was a nine bad. mile. Well, here's the thing. Sorry, spoiler. I had, I don't know if it was a premonition or just a feeling or just paranoia, but I was like, don't trust this toot, and I didn't trust the toot for nine miles. I didn't trust the toot. And I got home and I tooted. Oh. Yeah. Just sat in discomfort for hours. I didn't sit. No. I ran. <laughs> Even worse. Yeah. <laughs> I kept all the parts moving. You could take that out. <laughs> it's not a good story. Should I really? It's not an interesting story. Should I take it out? Yeah, you're the fucking editor. You yeah, but, make all of these decisions anyway. But when you tell me to take something out, I do. Would you like me to take that out? Because mm. if I... Should I'd like to make a note so I do it when the story starts so that I don't well, have to find the beginning of the story. Make a note that says, take fart story out, question mark. Take and then out the listen. toot, question take mark. Out, take out the toot. Take that's, out the toot. If I leave it in, that's the episode title. Mm-mm. So, mm-mm. 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 oh, okay. Not episode title. I'll just put a, make a note of that too because. No, you want to do things that make people want to listen to the episode. Uh, I think take out the toot is very compelling on a normal run though i'm like a little little steam engine when i go <laughs> up the hill God. i do a little pop 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 going up the hill 
Hills are strenuous. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And I'm old. Enough about my gas. Um, how are you, I guess? How am I? I'm good. I had a thing to say, and now I don't remember what it is. Oh, I should write stuff worst. down. I the know. The worst. You should do a script. I do, but I didn't write down how I'm doing. All, well, all week, all week, I thought that maybe I had strep, but it turns out it was probably just allergies because all my symptoms are gone, and I never got a fever. Living in Atlanta is hard sometimes. <laughs> Dave's just over there slurping that slushy. Well, you got to stir it to get the juice mixed back in with the ice. Like once it starts, kind of like if you drink for too long. And get the juice out of it. It starts looking like E.T. when he was getting sick in the chamber. Mm-hmm. Like it gets paler and paler and paler. And then you got to stir it up. And that's like when uh, Elliot saved E.T. And the color came back. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Now the color's back. So you're Elliot. Yes, I'm Elliot. Of course. And the drink is E.T. It couldn't be clear. So that's your how you're doing? Is that you thought you had strep but you don't? Yeah, so I guess I'm happy about that. I've been very tired, but I'm thinking it's waking up at 6 a.m. for school mornings that's doing that. Yeah, school. Back in school. Yep. School is back. School is back. Pretty pretty slim week for you, huh? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, mostly just worked. Just working. Just getting well, it done. You, uh, we saw a good episode of Pressure Luck. A great episode. No, actually. Great contestant. The front half was great. And then the person who made it to the final rounds, I like really checked out emotionally and was on my phone. I guess we shouldn't spoil pressure luck. In other news, Jenna is not (laughs) feeling well. She has a sick dog. Yeah, she threw up today. She's not, not super enthused about eating, which sometimes that's anxiety, but I think it's maybe gastrointestinal related. She's our sweet old lady. She was limping on a walk. I didn't like that. I checked her paws. Nothing in the paws. Okay. Nothing up my paws. Nothing up my paws. Uh, This is a bunch of depressing shit. We should talk talk about positive stuff. I'm not not doing well, I guess. I said good, but I guess I'm not doing great. But none of these things are like... barely holding it together, everybody. Love it. I'm going to pull it together as the episode. Once we start talking about food, things are going to really pick up. Just you wait. Let's talk about somebody else talking about food to us. I can't promise that they're talking about food in this letter, but I'm going to pull up the letter. It's from quite some time ago. This letter uh, is from a full month ago. Oh, well, you got the backlog of the... Uh... We have a backlog. Do we, though? Is this the end of the backlog? No, I have... <laughs> don't, don't say the number. Just I say have, you have more. I have more. Okay. I was going to count. They're <laughs> all favorites. A single digit number more. <laughs> the point is, if you sent me a letter, or Dave, and we haven't read it on Nobody the pod, sends me anything. Uh, it's because we have a backlog and we're working through it. Bill writes... Hi there, toe hosts. Toe hosts. Oh, that's good. Isn't it? That is good. On a recent, less now, recent episode, Dave said, speaking in reference to foie gras, maybe some foods should go extinct. This is the tagline. What's the name of the movie? Yours, Tofali, Bill, oh. last name, withheld. So uh, once again, that tagline is, maybe some foods should go it's extinct. I oh. have an obvious answer. But it's also pretty dark, I think, to say Soylent Green. Hmm. Because if you do follow that to its conclusion, then it's saying that people should go extinct, and that's pretty dark. But I don't. That's not really how I was thinking of it when it popped into my head. Do you think mm-hmm. that? And you weren't saying that ducks should go extinct. You were saying that the that foie gras, right, is a right, right. Yeah. But I, if we made Soylent from corpses. Right. I don't mean the Soylent that the actual right, right, thing that right. exists. I meant Soylent of Green. Of course. The mo- okay. You're talking about the movie. If we made it of corpses and we didn't go out of our way to create those corpses. Mm-hmm. Just from extra people? Like, yeah. Like we got these corpses lying around. And as a society, we've all decreed that corpses are valueless. Like we'll still go to graveyards and stuff like that, but we don't need the body to be buried there. Instead, we're going to send them off. We're going to make Soylent and we're going to eat the Soylent Mm -hmm. and that'll be how they live on. 
mm-hmm. as like food that we eat. And then when we die, we'll get turned into Soylent and that'll feed the generations before us. Mm-hmm. That'd be so bad. I guess I would say if it were like an opt-in, opt-out situation, mm. like like donating right. your body to science. Sure. If you're like, I'm opting into this system, then sure. That yeah. seems ethical to me. If you can say that's what I want to do with myself. Yeah. Yeah. Why not? Yeah. Well, I think I would do that. Yeah, me too. Who cares? It's just you're not in there anymore. Yeah. And the Gosh, thing, like, this is a people really want to be. And yeah, but this is fun, dark though. <laughs> is it? Okay. Yeah, it's not like, like our dog is sick and we don't know what <laughs> the future holds for our dog, which is <laughs> just bleak and open ended, and nobody wants to hear about that. We love but, our dog. Right, of course we do. She's our sweet old gal. But I would rather do that than be shot into space, which is pointless, mm-hmm. or like get whatever the tree thing is. Because the tree thing sounds good, but it's like if somebody cuts down that tree, nobody's going to value that you're a tree 25 years from now. Or like 200 years from now. 200 years from now, you will not, your tree will not be there. Your tree will be paper. They can't hear it. Toeheads, can you hear that? No. <laughs> Go on. Talk. I would I'm rather feed. I'm sorry, I interrupted. I would rather contribute. This is assuming that Soylent is cheap. Uh-huh. Soylent Green. Sorry, I got to stop saying Soylent. Yeah. I'm not talking about the product no. that is real and exists. We're talking about the movie that the product name is a reference to. Yeah. Everyone. Which I never understood. But The movie? No, why the product would align itself with the movie. Oh, it's funny is why. <laughs> right, but then you're never shaking that off, you know? True. Like you're gonna there's gonna be some asshole who thinks he's clever every month being like, Hey, do you guys know that it's weird that y'all did that, you know? Is that that's, what he sounds like? Yeah, that's what he sounds like. But this is assuming that it was cheap and that the soylent green was accessible to people, which I think it is in the movie. It's like given to people, right? I've only seen Soylent Green once and it was for work. Mm. And so I was only half following the plot and half doing my job. Gotcha. Yeah. If I could be turned into a slurry that could feed somebody either efficiently or ideally somebody who couldn't get a good meal otherwise, that would be the best use of my body, I think, post-death. Assuming that all of the spark of whatever that makes me me returns to the stars. You? Same. Oh. (laughs) All right. (laughs) But that's not Bill's question. No. Soylent Green, though, is my answer to Bill's question. Soylent Green is your answer? To the food that should go. Some food should go extinct. Because in the context of that movie, it was not what you described. It was uh, non-consensual. And so I think... That would be a good it would be a good tagline mm. for that movie either way because of the iconic ending where they're all horrified to discover. Are they all horrified? The one guy's yelling it. Yeah, Charlton Heston's yelling it at the end. That's who. The Charlton iconic Heston. line. Yeah. At the the last line of the movie. Yeah. And yet the line that everybody says when talking about Soylent Green mm-hmm. and that's okay? Yeah, very spoiler. We give away. <laughs> <laughs> anyway. Um Let's see. The first movie that came to mind was Attack of the Killer Tomatoes. Mm, good but one. That felt a little bit on the nose. So did Soylent Green, though. Right. And then on the other side of it, I thought about Loverboy. Because Loverboy was the pizza delivery guy who got into all that trouble because you had to order the pizza with some ingredient. And that was code for you wanted Loverboy to come to your house and so you could have sex. And it caused like a lot of problems. I don't know. What What are you looking at? I have no awareness of this movie. But I can't remember. You, it's Patrick Dempsey. It was Big Dreamy. Okay. He's Loverboy. Okay. I haven't seen it. We're going to watch Loverboy now. Okay. This is why we can't finish a series though. There's all these movies that you haven't seen. <laughs> I was too busy watching Revenge of the Nerds like 15 times. We're watching Revenge of the Nerds too as well. Yeah. Because you've never seen that one. I think I have, but only the once. You've never, you said that you had never seen Nerds in Paradise. 
Gosh, it really doesn't sound familiar, but I loved Revenge of the Nerds so much. I can't imagine that the sequel came out and I wouldn't have rented it. What's another food movie? What's somewhere in the middle of this? Loverboy is a bad one. Attack of the Killer Tomatoes could be good. But what do you think? Gosh, food movies. The one I keep thinking of, which I don't think really applies here, is Ratatouille. Hmm. (laughs) Yeah. But that's just a food movie, but it doesn't really answer Bill's question. What if it was for the the pizza hut sponsorship of the land before time movies (laughs) where you could go. So this isn't a tagline for the movie, but it's a tagline for the sponsorship. And you've got where you go into pizza hut and you get a personal pan pizza and you get a land before time, like figure or glass or something like that. And you could use some food should go extinct. That doesn't seem like great marketing on pizza hut's behalf, but that would be an indictment of, uh, a prescient indictment in the 90s, early 90s or late 80s of the fast food industry and the uh, licensing tie-in corporate machine that has kind of spun out of control at this point. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. So it's 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 referring to the dinosaurs going extinct, but also being like this this way of of serving food to people. Perhaps it should go extinct as well. So it would be from a group launching an attack ad. I see. On that partnership. Pizza Hut just going negative with yeah. a children's marketing targeted marketing campaign. It would not be Pizza Hut doing it. It would be somebody out to get Pizza Hut. Oh. Indicting Pizza Hut and whoever made Lem Before Time. Who was it? Oh gosh. Mr. Lamb. No, Spielberg made it, but I don't know that the company that made it oh the studio that made it all right you were (laughs) could not be less interesting i just don't know okay i i guess i'm sticking with attack of the killer tomatoes though okay are we at time great can we stop doing this now oh my god dave is over it everyone hey thanks for the letter bill yeah bill great letter letter. thank you i'm just looking at the rundown dave do you want to do news? Do you want to do news next? I'm turning on the AC because it's starting to steam up in here. I don't know if it's these biceps or what, but it's starting to steam up in here. It's the biceps. Thanks. <laughs> Thanks, wife. Wow. Just a silence. Just a stark silence. <laughs> hey it's talking toe news this is a segment of the podcast where i pick a headline from the vegan news world and then i present it and we talk about it and i think that you're gonna be a little bit uh surprised by this one because i took a submission this week from talking toe news and all right i guess you won't be surprised by it This one's from the Atlanta Journal-Constitution, and it's about a local Atlanta restaurant, Yeah Burger. It was actually a submission from a friend of the show, Mandy. Mandy sent it to me, and then I sent it to you. So it's a... Anyway. Yeah Burger? What's Yeah Burger up to, Dave? Tell me the exciting news, because as I recall, they are closed right now, aren't they? You really? You're really upset. You, you didn't just take the wind out of my sails, like Did I you went up on the, the sails and like cut a hole in them with a dagger. Oh, yeah, you did. Uh, what they do in one crazy summer? Oh yeah, what did they do? Did they cut the line? Oh yeah, he just had scissors. Oh uh, no, he cut. He cut one of the. He cut Odie's tongue off, but that didn't functionally impair the boat. Oh yeah, I think he shot. Uh, Crossbow. A crossbow arrow. Always a crossbow. And got the thing and dropped the sail. That's what you just did to me. Oh. That's what you just did to me. <laughs> yeah. Yeah Burger is a local burger place. It's got a few locations in Atlanta. I'm not wild about the face you're making right now. <laughs> I'm really excited about this news and they, I'm so excited that we get to talk about it. They've been closed since the start of the pandemic and they've announced that they will reopen this fall. The restart will bring many changes, including a pivot to a menu that is entirely plant-based. Bow, bow, bow. Yeah. 
I will say that Yeah Burger's vegan options pre-pandemic were amazing. They had Beyond and Impossible Burgers. They had all kinds of great vegan toppings. I think they had vegan cheese. They had Beyond Sausages, too. It was one of the few places to reliably go and get like a prepared vegan sausage for you, like in a bun with all the fixings. They also had incredible crispy Brussels sprouts, which were vegan if you left the cheese off. And I'm assuming, I'm hoping they'll bring those back and maybe with a vegan cheese option on top of them now. My only complaint is that there's not a Yeah Burger closer to us because I think the closest one is like a little bit of a drive, right? They're over in Midtown. They're in Midtown, yes. They're up on Howell Mill Road. Is there one in the Highlands? I thought there was. I thought there was too, but maybe... I don't know. Um, this is some real local Atlanta talk. Yeah, but their sister <laughs> restaurant is Upbeat as well, which is also on Howell Mill. Really? And yeah. And Upbeat, Upbeat is, is fantastic too. It's a bowl-based restaurant and they have like six different kinds of lemonade that you can have. Oh, they have good lemonade Super too. Super good. Super good. The majority of the 13 burgers on the menu will be double stacks made with Beyond Beef patties. Also on offer will be a house-made patty made with organic walnut mushrooms and beets, as well as an organic falafel patty. And I don't know, I've you're aware of my feelings on a falafel patty, but I don't know if I've said on here that that is the best kept secret in the vegan world, is a falafel burger. Oh, yeah. Gosh, I, got, I, I wanted to do this, and I'm sorry, but I'm going to blow it. But I did want to call out the person who wrote the article, Ligaya Figueres. Figueres. Uh, sorry if I blew that. You don't listen to the podcast, so you'll never know, but I did want to give you credit because I'm just reading words that you wrote. What else is on the menu, did you say? Yes. Besides burgers and sandwiches, expect salads, fries, onion rings, sides, breakfast, sides, breakfast items all day. Breakfast all day? Like what kind of breakfast? It it does not say. And a variety of beverages, including beer and wine. Well, I just signed up for their email list so that we'll be alerted when they reopen. And when I did that, it uh, listed their location as Howell Mill. I think maybe they're just uh, with the one for now. The North Highland Avenue changed hands last year and now operates as a farm burger unit. The guy has got you. Oh, it's a farm burger. So farm burger has vegan burgers, but I think their bun's not vegan. So you have to get it on lettuce, which farm burger, pull it together. Yeah, more like fart burger, am I right? I wouldn't say that. It's like me on a run. I mean, they have an option. Oh, crack a window. So, if you listen to our LA episode... You should. That one's good. You really should. And also, you would will know that Dave and I had a bit of a wedgesance in Los Angeles. Are having. It continues. We brought it back to Atlanta with us. That super comes across on the mic, all that clacking. That's good, though. That, that The clacking you hear is Dave just voraciously going at his you gotta break, slushy. You got to break up the slushy. We had some great wedges in Los Angeles, and... <laughs> And in particular, we had this Russian wedge salad that was really good. And I decided that since this uh, brewery where we got it doesn't have a location anywhere else besides the L.A. area, uh, I would try to make a Russian wedge of my own mm-hmm. based on their inspired idea. Inspired by. Inspired by. It's not exactly the same. Inspired by events. In events. Events. In- inspired by events. Inspired yeah. by. Yep. Yep, yep, yep. Inspired by a true story. So I have been testing this wedge because I'm going to put it on my website. Uh, it's a wedge site? That day that it comes out, you should change it to a wedge site. <laughs> I'll do that. And um, testing means I feed it to my family. So I've been testing the components and feeding them uh, parts of the salad and then finally got to the point this week where I put it all together and fed it to them as a whole salad. Mm-hmm. And Dave, do you want to talk about it or do you want me to go through what's in it first? Well, let me just say that this was the first time in years that iceberg lettuce has been in our house. Mm-hmm. I do not think it should be the last. It's nice mm-hmm. to have the iceberg in the house. It mm-hmm. has its place. It's I not agree. the superior lettuce, but it has its place. I agree. Okay. I 
you know, we, we say the wedges are back and, and this is a further data point proving that wedges are back. This yeah. wedge was fantastic. I thought the dressing was great. I thought our child enthusiastically ate it. Yeah, that was shocking. Yeah. Um, I expected it to be a very complainy meal and yeah. it wasn't. It was a, it was a hit. It was a hit for dad and lad. Well, thank you. Yeah. So this was, the base was a wedge of iceberg lettuce, and then I made a quick Russian dressing and homemade rye croutons and roasted beets, and then put bakos on there and uh, put that all together on the plate. And it was incredible. I ate it so quickly. My, I wish there had been more, but there was not. I think the only note I had was I was still a little bit hungry after eating it. Yeah, I kind of feel like this needs to be like I should have made a something to go like a protein to go with it. Yeah, I was a little hungry like a few hours later. I was hungry. I mean, I always am, but I was like super hungry. Yeah, not like my usual uh, a little hungry. (laughs) I made a full mezza platter to eat (laughs) later. A mezza platter? Instead of a mini mezza. Yeah, like pickles and oh, yeah. crackers and hummus. Gotcha. Chocolate. Just the whole thing. Yeah, it was good. Thank you. I'm very excited to put it on the website. Well, that's that on that, yeah. I think. I just wanted to talk about those wedges because I was so delighted by the reception that they got. And I am so excited that I really feel like I nailed not the exact thing that we had in LA, but like the experience for sure. It yeah. felt to me very much like that moment yeah. sitting down that day. I agree. Um, I don't, I don't get bacon bits. I don't understand. On the wedge? I just don't know. I just don't understand bacon bits in general. What about them? Why they exist? Yeah. The appeal? Yeah. They bring crunchy, salty, sweet to a thing. But they're not really bacon. No. I mean, that's not. nice as a vegan, but. Oh, yeah. Well, so there are brands that make pig based bacon bits right they're next to the ones i buy and they say yeah. real bacon and right. i say nope but bacon bits like bacos yeah the primary like the real pork ones are the fringe and have always been the fringe bacon bit yeah the standard bacon bit has never been actually bacon i think that what has happened is the ingredients in Bacos are the cheaper option. The hmm. company figured out a way to make something that tastes like bacon bits hmm. without having to pony up for pigs. Hmm. And it wasn't until I think recently that people started to realize that there's no bacon in bacon hmm. bits until vegans were like, they're vegan. And then hmm. meat eaters were like, oh, then suddenly we hate them. <laughs> I think, think that's, that's kind what of, happened. Yeah, I do. I do. And now there's real bacon bits. Is that just a feeling or do you have anything to go off no, of that with? just a it, full vibe. Okay. I, don't, I have no nothing to back that up. It just feels... Because I feel like it just tracks with a... We're going to go out of our way to talk about how our ingredients are quote-unquote real ingredients, this trend across the board, whether it's meat or not, you know? Yeah. Like, that's just an additional plus up to put on your package. Yeah. Like when you get a granola bar that has like real oats. Mm -hmm. And it's like, I I know. (laughs) Yeah. And I just think if it's shelf stable meat, it's not, you're not doing your body a favor. Yeah. I just don't know that. Like, I get that there's some contingent of people that would be like a vegan, likes something or a vegan's telling me that something is vegan. So I have to, own them by like going out of my way to do an alternative to it you know Mm. but i think saying that there's an industry trend yeah that 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 sparked is giving both people both parties in that a lot of credit well no i think that the trend is sparked by the demand created by right i'm saying that is giving that fringe that is doing that to own a vegan a lot of credit it is and it's giving a vegan a lot of credit for actually like penetrating through with that message to the point that it would trigger enough people to create that industry you know what i mean yeah i think i was being a little cynical because i am in a bad mood still sorry and i did just come off of a text banking shift where a lot of people were real nasty to me so yeah a lot of that energy yeah should we eat some ice cream 
Let's do it. Let's do it. Hey, uh, before we eat our ice cream, uh, I forgot to say in uh, how how I'm doing this week. I got the first manicure of my entire life. Yeah, you did. I went and treated myself at a spa and got a manicure. And it was just me and the and the person doing the manicure. That's so lovely. And it was completely silent. Was it silent? Yeah. Well, it's I guess tricky. there was music. Yeah, I, I didn't was... want to chat. I didn't know if you were supposed to chat or not. I think it's optional. I don't know. I'm sure they're used to doing a manicure in silence. They're You've working. Never uh, commented on my luxurious nails, though. They do look good. Mm. She did a great job. How often should you get manicures? I kind of money were no object. Oh, if money were no object, I'd do them every week. But really? I get well, I get polished though, and oh. the polish doesn't. I mean, it. I've had. I've been able to keep polish for like 10 days, but then I have to be careful for 10 days. Mm. But if I'm not being careful, it needs, I would need it redone at a week. Gotcha. But like just for just nails, I don't know. I think as needed, if you feel like your cuticles are looking, looking rough, you go back. Yeah. Well, I got to go back in the office in a couple of weeks. Maybe I'll go for a little, little glow up. Should we go as a family? Our child does not enjoy this. He could get this a This is mani- the thing that I learned. He doesn't like a pedicure. He thinks he does. He wants to put his feet in the water. That's what he likes. But he does, I think, would enjoy a manicure. Know. I don't know. I would like to go with you, though. Uh-huh. Okay. What, what can we do with him? Send him to school. Oh, yeah, when he's at school. Yes. That's a good idea. He goes to school every day. <laughs> we just do it then. Right, right, right. Set it up. I will. It'll be our favorite day. What a transition. Yeah. Wow, wow, wow. Yeah, an awkward pause. And then that. And then that. I mean, I can take out the awkward. No, leave it. (laughs) Okay. Why are you so eager to edit out the awkwardness? (laughs) That's the whole, to me, that's the charm of it. So the other day. Well, well, we talked about, this was a toe news. Mm-hmm. headline like a month or two ago like way ago yeah like way ago I'll, like at yeah. least six or seven episodes what episode is this 15 61 so 61 mm-hmm. jesus christ this one probably in the 40s would be my guess we talked about how target was launching a new line of gourmet groceries is that what they called it. It wasn't all vegan. No. But favorite was, day was I the think line. it was just a new line. And it was supposed to be affordable. You know, <laughs> these things don't get deleted off the internet. No. We're going to find it. Dave's <laughs> looking. <laughs> Special edition. Extra, extra. Extra, extra. News from the past. News we've already talked about. <laughs> hey, mister. Did you know on March 18th, 2021, Anna Star Stanetskia said that Target is launching vegan oat milk ice cream bars and you can get them for under $5. Did you, did you know that, mister? <laughs> 25 cents will tell you more. You, you be mister. Wow, that's a, very, that's a very exciting revelation. 25 cents. That's why I'm scratching my palm, mister. Oh, here, here you go. I, I don't know why. This I'm is a wooden quarter. <laughs> Gotta go. Hey, mister. Hey, mister. Hey, officer, get that man. I can't whistle. (laughs) Yeah, so they launched it uh, April 5th was when they launched 700 Sweet and Savory Products under its new in-house brand, Favorite Day. And it was supposed to be indulgent options at affordable prices with everything in the product line priced below $15. And these were no different. So we said this, probably said this sometime in April. And then I found these about a month ago, and I ate three of them, and then you freaked out when I ate the third one and said, but we've got to do this for the podcast. Don't eat the fourth one. It's a four-pack. Yeah. And so I stopped, and then you finally got around to eating it. Yesterday at lunch. Yes, at lunch. Uh-huh. I ate my lunch. Okay. I uh, I had a salad because I made three wedges, but a head of lettuce makes four wedges, so I ate the rest of the lettuce as a, a salad. Okay. For lunch 
Um, and then I follow that up with an ice cream bar, as you do. As you do. So this one was the non-dairy peanut butter mm-hmm. oat-based pro- frozen dessert bar. Let's do a little bit of an eye exam. Yeah. Trying to read the box. I've got the, I've got the box over here. Yeah. So it's peanut butter, ice cream, chocolate, coating. <laughs> good one. That's good. That's great. And it's got it's got a nutty component to the chocolate covering, right? Yeah, I'm assuming those are peanuts. Ooh, good yeah, guess. it's peanut pieces in that. So it's like a crunchy chocolate coating, and the crunchy is peanuts, and then the ice cream is peanut butter ice cream. Gotcha. And I love an ice cream bar. I love an ice cream bar because your portion size is already figured out for you. There's no digging and scooping on a too hard like pint of ice cream. And then either over or underdoing what that portion is. Um, I don't like the race against the clock when you're holding the, the stick and it's going to be melting. Uh, so you got to eat it quickly. I don't like just inherently like when a, a ice cream bar has a coating on it, like, and you take a bite and it flakes off and then the flake gets all over you or over the floor and then melts because it was frozen a minute ago and now it's met the world and it starts to melt. So it gets like a chocolate stain on your shirt or something like that. Mm -hmm. So I don't like that about it, but I like the convenience of having the serving already figured out for you. I also enjoy an ice cream bar because I like ice cream, but as I've mentioned previously on the pod, um, I really just like a piece of chocolate. And I feel like this way I get to have both. I get to have ice cream, but then every once in a while, like you said, a, a big chunk of chocolate will break off. So then you get to have a bite of just chocolate. So you like the when the chunk breaks off. I don't like when the chunk breaks off. I'm of two minds about it. I don't like it because then I'm like, oh, but now I'm going to have less chocolate because I'm eating this big bite now. But I do like the big bite. But it you doesn't find- fall off for you? I mean, I eat over a napkin so that if oh. it does, it falls on the napkin. I because don't think that was necessary. Of, I'm saying that's I the, over a napkin. But I think for me, that's part of, yeah, because like you were saying, it's very messy. So I know that. So I get a napkin, I eat over it. And then if the chocolate falls, I can pick it up and eat it off oh. the napkin because it's clean. I feel like one of the cool things about a ice cream bar, though, is the portability. Like you can be a real roamer while you're eating it. Oh, yeah, I guess that is nice. Like you could drive while you're eating an ice cream bar. No. I don't recommend it, but you could. Don't do that. So this one, what did you think about this one? This one. Okay, I'm going to go outside to inside. I thought the chocolate coating was delightful. I thought the chocolate was great. Anytime I got one of those big bites of chocolate, I was like, yes, please. I could not tell that those chunks were peanuts. Hmm. Uh, I I was like, "I, I think these are a nut of some kind. They're probably peanuts because that makes a lot of sense. But I couldn't tell because the chocolate was very like... Chocolate has a strong flavor. It overpowered the flavor of the peanuts for me, but you got that texture mm-hmm. and it was great. Great chocolate. I thought the ice cream texture, wonderful. Mm-hmm. I thought the ice cream flavor, not peanut buttery enough. Hmm. I thought it was still a really good experience, but it, I kind of was expecting, in my mind, it was going to be like a frozen peanut butter cup experience, mm-hmm. like that level of peanut butter yep. flavor, not the texture of frozen peanut butter. That seems awful, but it... Uh, so it, it wasn't as it was more chocolatey than peanut buttery for me, which was fine because I love chocolate. And when I did get a hint of peanut butter flavor, it was like a bonus. Yeah. But, um, yeah, that's it. I just didn't get like that boom pow peanut butter that I was mm-hmm. thinking I'd get. What were your thoughts? Um, well, I don't like peanut like sprinkling, garnishing. I don't like peanuts like dotted in chocolate. Like I, I didn't like the peanut in the chocolate coating. You could taste the peanuts? No, I could not. But I wouldn't have liked it even if I could have. Like, I don't like that. I don't like it. Okay. But do you like crunchy chocolate? I'm not opposed to it. I like chocolate almonds. Okay. You know? So. Ooh, I'm going to add those to the shop. I list. thought that there was one time. I can't remember which one of the uh, times that I was eating the bars because there were three where I was eating this bar and I thought I had caught COVID because it was flavorless. It, I felt like the chocolate was flavorless. 
I felt like I'm a little bit of a worrier too. So <laughs> I'm always wondering if I have COVID. But this one, like the chocolate, I didn't think the chocolate had very much of a flavor at all. Really? And whatever flavor it did have, the peanut butter ice cream had even less. Like it just tasted like cold ice cream. And like somebody was whispering the words peanut butter in my ear to like make me think of peanut butter while I was eating it. I was like, I did also try to even, because when you get the big bite, then there's a lot of exposed just ice cream. So Mm -hmm. I did take some bites of just the ice cream to see if it was being overpowered and it it didn't. It's not. So it's cool that you like the chocolate. Maybe you are more trained for nuance in chocolate than I am. (laughs) You're giving me a lot more credit than you should. I I was pretty disappointed all around by this. I was, again, like, it's a sweet treat at the end of the day. I was eating cold ice cream on a hot day. There's an inherent fun in that. But I would not get these again. I did not enjoy them. Would you try a different flavor, like forest fruit? Oh, yeah. I'm not a monster. Okay. And if somebody brought these over, they'd never know my thoughts on it. I would smile and eat one, and I'd have a great time. Mm -hmm. Yeah. So if you want to come over and bring it. Dave won't kick you out of the I house. I won't kick you out. I mean, out. maybe because if, if we don't know you. Hey, I won't, I won't kick you out of the bed for eating favorite day non-dairy peanut butter. In the bed? Yeah. I'm, Dave, I'm kick you, you just that said bed. that the chocolate. I'm not going to kick you out of the bed for eating that. Are you going to at least make them wash the, all hey, the chocolate out of the sheets? I might ask that you wash your hands when you're done and that you bring a napkin into the bed, but I'm not going to kick you out just outright. I might have a couple of guidelines, a couple of guardrails. I want the Toeheads to know that I'm not on board for letting strangers eat ice cream bars in my bed. No, no, no. Too sticky. Too sticky. We already are seeing cockroaches in the bathroom. I don't need them to be coming into the bedroom because we let someone eat an ice cream bar in the bed. Maybe the Toeheads and I will just have a separate bed. Okay. That I can do. It's just for us. In a separate room? Draw them out. Draw the cockroaches out to that room. They could be there. I don't know what room that would be in. This room? No. Well, absolutely not. See, this now is you're mine. Talking about guardrails. So, on a scale of one to ten wedges, what do you give favorite day non-dairy peanut butter ice cream bars? I think I'd give this a solid five. Sorry, sorry. Oh, sorry. Your description here, yes, is not what they are called. Hand me the box, please. Yeah, it's so Hand long, box, and for the please. title, I didn't yeah. want this long at. Okay. So. We're going to get sued. We're going to get sued by big ice cream. So on a scale of one to ten wedges, what do you give favorite day non-dairy peanut butter oat-based frozen dessert bars tasty? No, (laughs) not tasty. Just dessert bars. (laughs) On a scale of what now? One to ten wedges. I would give it a solid five wedges. I think these are... Fine, passable, but like you said, they're not super flavorful. I've had much better vegan ice cream bars. I'd much rather have like a So Delicious or something. I think you're being really kind. Really? This is this is a one wedge. A one chocolate wedge. Or ice cream bar. And here's the thing. On the box, peanut flavored frozen dessert. It's not even peanut butter flavored ice cream. It's not even trying to be peanut butter flavored ice cream. This is a this is a one wedge treat. Oh, there is peanut butter in it. All right. Sorry. Sorry. Sorry, favorite day. Sorry, favorite day. We're sorry. This is a one wedge treat for me. I did not I enjoyed having an ice cream bar. I did not enjoy eating this ice cream bar. Yeah. Okay. I enjoyed it. I thought it was fine. I thought, like you said, if someone brought it over, I would happily eat one, but I'm not going to spend money on it. You'd invite them into on... your bed. <laughs> I'd invite them into your bed. Okay. This secondary. So you're going to come into our bed, like me and the Toehead's bed? Yeah, sure. For ice cream stuff? If you've got a dedicated ice but... cream bar bed, I'll go eat a bar okay. in it, but I'm not going right. to eat it in the same bed that I sleep in. That's disgusting. I just want to be clear that you're not allowed to kick anybody out of the bed that I've made with the Toehead's. That's that's my jurisdiction. Right, right, right. right I could right, maybe right. kick you out of that bed. Sure, of course. If you're acting out. That's only fair. Right. It's yours. Dave. What? Do you want to have a snack? <laughs> oh, <God. laughs> 
What? I guess you're meant to eat the whole thing. Why? What What are you it's reacting like to? It's serving one bar. But like the way it's wrapped, like I was going to just break off a couple squares. Yeah, a couple squares like us. Not wrong. All right, I'm opening it up. It's very crinkly. There's no avoiding it. Let me get ASMR. I like this. Uh, bandit's ready for it. Ready to die. Did the scorpion breakfast? peppers would probably upset his stomach enough that he'd throw up the chocolate. Bandit, this is not a dog treat. Scorpion pepper. I don't know that I've even had a scorpion pepper like in life. Pulling out my Sarah Jessica Parker. What is that? Really, the portion that we're eating? We'll start with this. If you want another piece, we'll get you one. But I don't know how spicy it is. Okay. I'm eating the square. Oh, it's very dark. It's 72%. That is very dark. Okay. This is the kind of chocolate I like. This level of darkness. Mm-hmm. Well, there's the heat. So the heat's hitting the roof of my mouth. Yeah, it gets you at the end. It's not that spicy um, to yeah, me. Yeah, it's not that spicy. This is like that uh, XOXO. I'm waiting for it to build. Yeah. Did you eat all those XOXOs? The chili chocolate yeah. cherry? We should get some more of yeah. those. Do you want another piece? Maybe yeah, it builds if we have piece. some more. Okay, we're going to have No, this is more. the right level of heat. I was worried that this is going to be like challenge level. So, me too. Because scorpion peppers, I think, are pretty hot. And I mean, scorpions... Going off nothing. I haven't looked at looked up these peppers at all, but scorpions are no joke. And I if you're naming the pepper after it, in, that's no joke too. In don't, I think they eat a scorpion pepper in one of those challenges. Why don't you look up the scoval of a scorpion pepper? I'm surprised it's not on the box. That's a delightful piece of chocolate. Mm. More than 1.2 million scoval heat units. Whoa! As high as 2 million units. Whoa! So yeah, it's good, good heat, but not like super heat. Yeah, it's a nice balance of sweet and creamy, and then just a little bit of heat at the end. I do really like the combo of peppers and chocolate. I didn't think it would. I would. Now I'm good. I'm good. I got this Gatorade, which is a flavor clash, but also Gatorade ain't light in sugar either. It's not. All right. Good job, French Broad. Yeah, great job, French Broad. So yeah, we merci beaucoup. So French Broad chocolate That's, that is was French Broad. Oh, speaking. Oh, de rien. Merci beaucoup. <laughs> Au revoir. <laughs> She's gone. <laughs> she can canned out of here. So French Whoa. Broad. <laughs> So French Broad Chocolate is from Asheville, North Carolina, but here Ooh. in Atlanta, you can get it at um, Chocolatel, which is that chocolate spot inside of Crog Street Market. I imagine that they sell these on their website. I bet too. they got a URL. I bet they do. She drop it. She drop it. It's not on the packaging. I'm looking up. Guys, put it on your packaging so that D-tier podcasters can uh, give you a little bit of publicity. There's a French Broad Lounge in Asheville. But there's also a store shipping chocolate gifts. Oh, you know what? I've received French Broad truffles, I think, before. I think I got them when I worked for Care 2. I think they got them for me for Christmas. Isn't there also a brewery? A French Broad brewery? There may be. There it is. It's on their website. It says the bright fruit flavor of the scorpion pepper is perfectly paired with a fruity cacao followed by a crescendo of heat. That is a very accurate description because the chocolate does taste kind of fruity and the heat does build to a little crescendo. I wouldn't say it's super spicy, though. I think that yeah. it, if you can handle even a bit of spiciness, you, you'll be fine with this. Yeah. And the chocolate's really good. It's, it seems engineered to be palatable. Yeah, it seems like they went light on it because yeah. it's a very hot pepper. But they didn't pull any punches with the flavor profile. Yeah, no. Because it's clear what it is, but it is manageable mm-hmm. to the everyman. I think it gives you everything it it promises. I really enjoyed this chocolate bar. Would eat again. Will eat again because we didn't yeah. eat much of it. There's we'll a lot eat again. left. Um, do you want to do ratings on this too? Do you want to do <laughs> <laughs> No. Absolutely. Oh. I liked it. Me too. Okay. 
Thank you for listening. If you're enjoying the show, take a second to rate, review, and subscribe to us on Apple Podcasts or wherever you get your podcasts. Bless you, Jenna. It really helps us out, and we just love reading those five-star reviews. We will read yours on the pod. You can also follow us at Talking Tofu on Twitter or at Talking Tofu Pod on Instagram. And I'm Glue and Glitter on all social media, and you can find my recipes, including that upcoming wedge salad, at glueandglitter.com. And I'm Lion Leader on Twitter and Instagram, and I don't have any recipes. And we would love to hear from you. Got a suggestion for a food that we should try? Thoughts about an episode? Just want to say hello? Write to us at TalkinTofuPod at gmail.com. That's talking without the G. Talking Tofu is a production of Caddington Inc. And our music is by Delicate Beats. Bye! Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And it's all priced at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com pack for free shipping and 365-day returns.